Hola! <laughs> Yo, what's up? Welcome, roomies. Welcome back to Room 11. So, I was doing my episode for men's mental health this month of September. So, I was researching about this topic. Ano pa nga ba yung pinakamalaking factor na nagpapamest up ng utak nating mga lalaki, di ba? Siyempre, our society's pressure and toxic masculinity. Insecurity, jealousy, ego, the... According to my research, for us to be able to understand toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity involves cultural pressures for men to behave in certain way. It affects all boys and men in some fashion. Toxic masculinity refers to the notion that some people's idea of manliness perpetuates domination, homophobia, and aggression. This idea that men need to act tough and avoid showing all emotions can be harmful to their mental health and can have serious consequences for the society, which is how it became known as toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity isn't just about behaving like a man. Instead, it involves the extreme pressure some men may feel to act in a way that is actually harmful. There are many definitions of toxic masculinity that appear in research as well as pop culture. Some researchers have come to agree that toxic masculinity have three core components. Toughness. This is the notion that men should be physically strong, emotionally callous, and behaviorally aggressive. Antifemininity. This involves the idea that men should reject anything that is considered to be feminine, such as showing emotions, feminine behaviors, accepting help, or seeking help. Power. This is the assumption that men must work toward obtaining power and status, social and financial, so they can gain the respect of others. Having the definitions cleared out, I searched for the top 10 toxic masculine traits. Tapos nagulat ako kasi. I looked it up online and found an article. This article was published by Aurora Nudon. Yung writing nila yung pinakauna sa browser ko. And the very first masculine trait na nilagay nila, can't believe this, being stoic. Like what the heck? <laughs> Bakit being stoic? Anong problema niyo sa pagiging stoic? Like, uh... So being stoic is a toxic trait? San ba ako nanggagaling? I am a stoic individual. I practice the art and the philosophy of Stoicism for the past three years of my life now. I was alarmed. Baka toxic ako? Toxic kaya ako? Toxic ba ako? Tinatanong ko yung sarili ko, even yung girlfriend ko, tinatanong ko. Because I want to know. Nakakurious ako bakit naman ganun. Ano ba yung pagkakaalam ng mga tao sa pagiging stoic? Bakit naging toxic masculine trait ang pagiging stoic? So, I search it up. Sabi ni Maring Miriam Webster, Stoic means one apparently or professedly indifferent to pleasure or pain. Like, what? According to Aurora Nudon, the same article na nagsasabing being stoic is the first toxic masculine trait. Men are constantly given the message that they must be self-reliant, independent, physically tough, 
etc. Men are told that to be this way will make them successful in terms of business, society, and having a partner. Being vulnerable will cause men to be ridiculed. Showing no emotions at all has been deemed as a toxic masculine trait. And yes, I agree to that point. Because it restrains men to open up and share the burdensome feelings they have, thus leading to detrimental situations for us. In addition, the idea that manliness is not showing vulnerability by repression of emotions, that I consider toxic masculinity. Ang point siguro nila ay being stoic is equal to fake toughness or emotionlessness. However, we must not confuse showing no emotions or fake toughness to stoicism. Stoicism has been degraded in the past even in our own language. Super generalization na ang idea of stoicism or being stoic is emotionlessness. As a student of stoicism, na-offend ako to be honest. So I'll make it clear na stoicism is far from emotionlessness and stoicism can actually help men detoxify our masculinity. So please, hear me out. By definition, stoicism is portrayed today as apathetic, phlegmatic, emotionless, but it is deeper than that. Stoicism is a school of philosophy that hails from ancient Greece and Rome in the early parts of the 3rd century BC. It is a philosophy of life that maximizes positive emotions, reduces negative emotions, and helps individuals to hone their virtues of character. There are tons of questions that I get from people when they figure that I'm a Stoic. Katulad sa interview kapag tinatanong ako, Tell us about yourself. <laughs> Sasabihin ko na, I'm a practicing Stoic. Ang madalas nakasunod, ano yun? O kaya naman, bakit? So, who is a Stoic? A Stoic is a person who accepts what happens without complaining or getting overwhelmed by the emotions brought by the event. So, masaya ba maging Stoic? Are you guys happy? Absolutely. According to the Happy Project, Stoics are happy people. They can also feel the full range of emotions. They can be happy, sad, angry, or intense without the need to hide behind faces of emptied expressions. Does Stoicism mean emotionlessness? Hindi kami emotionless. We feel emotions but we make sure that our emotions will not drive our thinking, reason, words, and action. It's a way of living where you accept the things you cannot control and be responsible to the things you can control. You can feel emotions but actively choose not to get overwhelmed. Masayain naman akong tao, guys. <laughs> Nalulungkot din ako, nagagalit din ako, pero tulad nung kung tatanong yung mga friends ko, parang normal din naman kami, guys. <laughs> pero since it is a philosophy, we believe that there are certain things na we can't control and the only thing we can do about those things is to accept yung kung anumang nangyari na yun. So, most likely, we, we don't get overwhelmed with emotions. In Stoicism, we believe that life can be divided into two. Things that are up to you and things that aren't up to you. The only thing we can do to the things beyond our control, may it be positive or negative, 
is to accept it. And for the things we can control, we make sure that we do it according to our virtues and will contribute in building our character. In Stoicism, virtue can be divided into four types. Wisdom, justice, courage, and temperance. I practice Stoicism and it saved me from anxiety and depression. It made me enjoy life and feel fulfilled with the things I do. And based on my experience, it can actually help men detoxify our masculinity. So in this episode, I will talk about one of the four main virtues of Stoicism that I believe will help men be better. And that is courage. What I advise you to do is not to be unhappy before the crisis comes. Some things torment us more than they ought. Some torment us before they ought. And some torment us when they ought not to. And some torment us when they ought not to torment us at all. We are in the habit of exaggerating or imagining or anticipating sorrow. Seneca Be courageous to seek help. Research have shown that toxic men never seek help because they think that asking for help is an action of cowardness and a symbol of weakness. Nanggagaling ito sa pagpapalaki sa atin na huwag kang magpapatalo, protektahan mo yung sarili mo, walang ibang tutulong sa'yo kaya't huwag kang mahina. Ang mga lalaki ang magtatanggol sa mga tao kaya dapat matapang ka. Lalaki ka. At ang mga lalaki ang inaasahan kaya't hindi ka dapat kakitaan ng kahinaan sa katawan. Naalala ko nung binanggit sa akin nung mga nakakatanda kapag na-overwhelm ako ng emotion. Nakuwag kang iiyak, parang hindi ka lalaki. I realized that there was nothing wrong about crying. Walang mali sa pag-amin na nahihirapan ka at walang mali sa paghingi ng tulong. Tandaan mo na okay lang. Ang pumipigil sa iyo para humingi ng tulong ay yung takot na husgahan ka nila. Pag-isipan na mahina ka, weakling, hindi mo kayang tumindig mag-isa. Eh ano? Natural maging mahina, normal yung nararamdaman mo. Ang hindi normal ay ang panghuhusga ng mga tao sa'yo. Tuwing aaminin mong nagkamali ka, aaminin mong hindi mo kaya. Madalas, utak mo lang din ang gumagawa niyan. Utak mo lang ang nagsasabing huhusgahan ka ng ibang tao. To be honest, we are in the times na kapag nag-open ka, mas maraming makikinig sa'yo, mas maraming susuporta sa'yo. Walang mali sa'yo. Walang problema sa'yo. Ang problema ay nasa kanila. Ang paghingi ng tulong kapag nahihirapan ay simbolo rin ng katapangan. Tapang para ibaba ang sarili upang maalalayan ng iba. Maging matapang ka. It is a denial of justice to stretch out a helping hand to the fallen that is the common right of humanity. Seneca Point number two, be courageous on providing help. The same research tells us that toxic men will least likely stand up against bullies. Unfortunately, those toxic men who chose not to seek help will also be the one who will provide help last. Kaya nilang tiisin 
na nakikita ang ibang tao na nabubuli. Niisip nila na dapat i-defend ang taong yun ang sarili niya. Nakukulong tayo. Sa maling pag-aakala na dapat maging matapang yung tao on their own at hindi umasa sa iba. And because of that, we are not stretching our hands to help. Pero hindi lang naman sa away nakikita to. Hindi lang sa basag ulo. Hindi lang sa bullying. Nagmamanifest din ito sa circle natin mga lalaki. Kapag nagbimenstok na sa inuman, kapag ang pinag-uusapan na ay objectification of women, kapag nagpapalakihan na tayo ng manoy kung kanino ang mas malaki, mas mahaba, mas makakapagpahiyaw ng babae, the tolerance of these conversation is a toxic masculine trait. Ilang mga kalalakihan ang kilala natin na matino. Pero pagdating sa inuman na ang pinag-uusapan na ay malalaswang bagay tungkol sa mga babae, wala nang kibo. Madalas napipilitan pang makisaw-saw para di matawag na mahina ka pala eh. Wala ka kasing galaw. Hindi ka kasi marunong. Ano? Guilty? Guilty ka ano? Ako din. Unfortunately, hindi ako ligtas sa kalokohan na ito. Isa din ako sa mga kalalakihan na tatakot. Magmukhang mahina sa grupo. Weakling pagdating sa usaping babae. Napapansin kong laging ito na lang ang laman ng usapang lalaki, may alak man o wala. Objectification of women. Kung sisilipin ang usaping ito ng mga matitinong mata, para lang tayong mga uhuging bata nagyayabangan. Nakakatawa. Pero kung ang pinagyayabang ay kababuyan sa pagtrato ng kababaihan, nakakahiya. Pustahan tayo. Kapag pinuna ng ibang tao yung ganitong behavior ng mga lalaki, mauuna ka pang magsabi na, hindi ako kasama, hindi ako ganyan, hindi ako nakikisaw-saw sa mga ganyang usapan. Kahit na parte ka ng usapan na yun. Nakakahiya eh. Nakakahiya. Aaminin ko na sobrang hirap i-call out ng mga ganitong usapan. Usapang lalaki, objectification of women, usapang bastos. Sobrang hirap i-call out ng mga kaibigan mo lalo na kapag nasa inuman kayo. Lasing, wala sa wisyo, hindi kayo linaw. Naiipit ka sa pagitan na ayaw mong magmukhang mahina sa harap nila at ayaw mo rin namang umalis dahil ayaw mong masabihan na wala kang pakisama. Pero what I've learned from my experiences, everyone is called to have the courage to stand against unjust and what is wrong. Stoicism calls you to be courageous, to stand to what is wrong. Hindi matatapos ang ganitong katoksikan ng usapang lalaki kung wala tayong gagawin. Hindi rin naman natin pwedeng iasa sa mga babae na baguhin ito. Ano yun, sa tuwing mag-uumpukan na lang ang mga lalaki? May babaeng magbabantay para hindi i-objectify yung kapwa niya babae? Tayo ang may kalokohan na to. Tayo lang din ang makakaayos. Sa pakikihalubilo ko sa komunidad, kabarkada, kamag-anak, eto ang madalas kong ginagawa kapag nakakarinig ako ng menstok. Una, suriin mo ang sitwasyon. Suriin mo yung usapan. Lasing ba sila o hindi? Kung hindi naman sila lasing, 
Stop engaging. Do not participate. And call them out. Sabihin mo na hindi ka komportable sa ganitong usapan. Sabihin mong hindi mo gusto ang topic. Kung lasing naman sila, leave the circle. Lipat sa ibang grupo. Siyempre, don't engage para maiwasan ng gulo at basag ulo. Better yet, umuwi ka na lang. Kapag tinanong ka nila bakit ka umuwi agad, saka mo sabihin na ayaw mo na ganun ang pinag-uusapan sa inuman. Nasa susunod na mag-aaya sila na mag-inom para lang pag-usapan ng bastos ang mga babae, huwag na lang nila ako imbitahan. Huwag kang matakot sabihin ang mga ito. Mas makikilala mo ang mga taong tunay na kaibigan. Pero sa lahat ng pagkakataon, huwag mo silang lecturan. Hindi naman nila tinatanong kung ano yung dahilan mo eh. Sapat nang i-call out mo yung grupo para matauhan din sila. Malamang sa malamang, may ibang lalaki din na ayaw ng ganyang usapan. Pero katulad mo, naiipit lang din. Biktima kayo. Biktima ka. Biktima din sila. Biktima tayo ng maling pag-aakala na kung ano ang tunay na pagkalalaki. Circumstances don't make the man. They only reveal him to himself. Epictetus Being stoic is not equal to fake toughness nor emotionlessness. Stoicism is deeper than that. It teaches us to be virtuous. At isa sa mga stoic virtues ay ang courage. Ang courage sa Tagalog ay lakas ng loob. Kasama dito, ang lakas ng loob na magpakumbaba para aminin na minsan hindi natin kaya at kailangan natin ng tulong. Lakas din ang loob para tumulong sa iba at tumayo sa kung ano ang tama. It takes courage to seek help and to provide help. Courage on standing against toxic, unhealthy men's talk about objectifying women. This stoic principle can actually save us from being toxic. Courage is important. As one of the main proponents of Stoicism have said, Sometimes, to live is an act of courage. Seneca Maraming maraming salamat sa inyo mga roomies. I hope you found something valuable from this episode that is worth to keep and worth to share. Sobrang dali lang mag-sign up if you want to be one of the roomies ng Room 11. All you have to do is follow us here on Spotify and Instagram at John's Room 11. If you have any concerns, questions, or topic suggestions about men in general, you can message me directly on Instagram or email me through johnortiz.concerns at gmail.com. My last challenge for you after you leave this room is to be courageous enough to share this episode to at least three close friends that you have. Osha, for the sake of mankind, I believe we can be better and we will. Let's live life with courage. I'm your host, John Ortiz. See you next episode. Bye-bye!